quick content note here before we begin this episode of What Am I Rolling? This episode's one-shot, Shadow of Mog, is a politically-themed RPG, which focuses on survival and exploration. As such, we'll be touching on various mature themes, and perhaps some dark and difficult subject matter, which some listeners may not wish to listen to. Specific content warnings for this one-shot include politically motivated violence, body horror, and dystopian themes. If you aren't in a good headspace just now and want to avoid these topics, please feel free to skip any part or all of this one-shot. Thanks again, and stay safe, my friends. Hello, and welcome to What Am I Rolling? A twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of Shadow of Mog, so make sure you listen to the first part before continuing on with this episode. To briefly recap, David, Ben and JT are playing Bobby, Maggie and Jason, three members of the Ramona's party who are banded together in order to eke out survival in an underground society turned inward against itself. They are currently on their way to Mog's End, where there have been rumours of parties disappearing without a trace. However, they have been hampered somewhat by the sudden death of Bobby due to some incredibly bad dice rolling. Remember, everything the party does in Shadow of Mog is voted on and then resolved by the party as a whole, not the individual. This comes in two stages. The vote, where the characters vote for the course of action, and the resolution, where their action is resolved. In the vote stage, a player must make a proposition to be discussed by the party and then voted on. The vote is then counted by the speaker, aka the GM, and the result is enacted if the majority votes for it. Depending on the proposition being accepted, it can also be enshrined into the party manifesto, i.e. such an act does not require voting in future in order to enact it. If the proposition is rejected, then another proposition may be made, but this new proposition must be different from the former one. In the resolution stage, party members may be required to make party resolution roles in order to enact the course of action they've chosen. Here, each member has to create a dice pool of d6s which will be rolled from a combination of their stats, skills, stuff and mates. In addition, a number of dice equal to the party's anxiety are added together to form a separate d6 pool which will be rolled by the speaker. Whilst keeping all the dice separate, the party must look for the highest die result amongst all the dice rolled including the party anxiety dice. If the highest result was a 6, the party action has succeeded. If the highest result was a 5, party action partially succeeds, but at a cost. If the highest result was a 2, 3 or 4, party action fails. And in the unlikely situation that the highest result of all the dice was a 1, well, the party action critically fails, with severe consequences. In fact, rolling a 1 in general in Shadow of Mog can lead to dire consequences for party members, depending on which die was rolled. For example, rolling a 1 could lead to reducing an important stat, breaking equipment, or losing mates. If a 1 is rolled on the party anxiety dice, the party action has failed irrespective of other die results, and the speaker must roll a d6 plus party anxiety on the party upper lip table. This represents the party going into panic, leading to severe consequences. There are so many cool and interesting game mechanics, which unfortunately didn't come up on the stream, and also I don't really have time here to cover them all. However, 
If you want to know more, I highly recommend checking out Shadow of Mog from Leyline Press. I think some of the mechanics are really interesting and I wish I had more time to go through them and play them. As you may have guessed it, this one-shot is a little bit different to our previous one-shots, as I ran it live for the Drunken Storyteller podcast on their Twitch channel. This episode's audio was taken from that livestream and has been edited down for time and to take out the midstream breaks. You can watch the original, unedited stream on the Drunken Storyteller YouTube channel. A massive thank you to the Drunken Storyteller podcast for allowing me to run this particular one-shot on the Twitch channel. The Drunken Storyteller is a podcast where David, who plays Bobby in this one-shot, explores the world's myths, legends and stories, whilst while having a few drinks. If you're interested in diving deep into folklore, then I highly recommend checking this podcast out. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in this one-shot where the players and myself, mostly myself, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, without further ado, let's play Shadow of Mog. Our two current, or two and a half uh, members of the Remainers, uh, Ramona's sorry, party trundle along. Hang on, Mr. No, Mr. Cleaver is a full member of the party. They are not say, a half. Mr. Cleaver has tasted blood. This means he is entitled. <laughs> Well, it's not in the party laws on the on a thing, but <laughs> okay. We are forming the manifesto as we go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So the three remaining members of the Ramona's party slowly but surely trudge their way towards Euston Station, um, and you get there with, with all the successes you did have before uh, Bobby perished uh, at the end. So you did make it to. Uh, Euston Station, and you see an interesting sight when you get there. You get to the platform, essentially, on a, where the Victoria Line meets the Northern Line, essentially. And on the platform, you see a huge blackboard which rests upon the station's walls. There is a teacher in front of it, and you can see there's lots of little students sort of sitting there looking expectantly at the teacher as the teacher is writing stuff on the blackboard. As you guys get closer to it and your light from your juice lights up what was a pitch black room, a pitch black station platform, you can see a couple of things. So the blackboard itself, there seems to be a detailed historical timeline sort of etched out of, of a place. And there's big letters at the top that seem to refer to this whole realm or this sort of timeline as Middle Earth. The timeline itself, you can see there's like this discussing of rise and fall of empires, horrendous attacks by something called Orcs? You've never heard of those folks before. The fall of kingdoms of dwarves and elves, and the rise of the kingdoms of man. You can see the teacher, who's just like jotting stuff down, looking ever so often to the children on the floor. There's a huge, large paperback book as a reference. Both of you can see the words on it. Now a major motion picture written on the book itself. But what draws your eye immediately is that sat in amongst the children, looking expectantly at the board, looks like the form and shape of Bobby. Jason, I don't wish uh, to alarm you. No, I'm I, I'm alarmed. Yeah. Oh good. Oh, good. You're seeing it too. I thought I was having a stroke. That's fantastic. I thought my time had come and I was gonna go to be with my Albert, but you see him too. We didn't what was in the, what did we do we get today? Was there something in there? You've not eaten yet today. We've not eaten yet today. It's clearly hunger. So we didn't just watch Bobby impale himself on Mr. Cleaver's head. As you were having this conversation, 
the, 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 the form that looks like Bobby, the head slowly turns to look at you. And as it turns, you notice that one eye has a bandage over it. And he turns around, there's a little bit of blood pouring down the face. And he goes, oh, hi, guys. Thank you for leaving me back there. It was such a nice lie down that I had. But that Molly has really perked me up. You are wonderful people for picking me up in such a wonderful manner. Shall we get going? So for the other players, we did roll again. David got the same bloody number. And then we realise that David has a special ability called Jammy, which means you can re-roll a one on any of the things. So we re-rolled the one that killed him. And he got a six. So he's completely fine. I'm just missing an eye. Yeah. I don't often advocate this, Jason. But if today is the day that you would really like to get your revenge, I have a rolling pin here. (laughs) And I'll distract the children once you finish the job. Because clearly, Bobby is Satan. As you say that, uh, an idea consider uh comes through my mind and and i sort of try to get the attention of all the oh oh, how does this mechanically how this work if i want to sort of create a a situation uh, we have to all vote on it Uh, any yeah if you propose any sort of action that will have like a consequence you can propose stuff to it uh but you don't you could be like we could do this this and this and then you could be easy to go I propose this. I'll, I'll give you that sort of signposting thing if you want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would like to, uh, uh, basically, I want to um, try to convince all of the, the children here that uh, that Bobby is the uh, sort of like avatar of Sauron from the history, <laughs> from the history that they're currently learning. And he's spying. And I do have the all seeing eye, oh, just, just the one eye. Is this game just going to become how we keep killing Bobby at every station we arrive <laughs> And Bobby just won't die. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so, Jason, you've eloquently put put this proposal. Um, I'm going to give it to... Can I add into the proposal idea? Like, taking that... And obviously, it's not a natural proposal. But as this happens, the children all just suddenly turn around and realise that Bobby is sat there, yeah. having not noticed that Bobby was actually there. So yeah, so I rolled. So I, yeah, so I got so I got you to roll this before. They, I got them to do a reaction roll to the party coming in, oh. and they have sort of dealt with it because they couldn't see you because it's pitch black per se. They could feel something was there, and they sort of look around and they're like, and they kind of don't want to do, but the teacher is forcing them to like. You know, it's very important, this sort of history, you know. So they are very, they're very wary of you, but they're not hostile, but they're they're sort of like, they're like children dealing like, who's that? Don't know. Don't look. Don't look, essentially. (laughs) Sarah! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're frightened. (laughs) They're wary and frightened. I love it. Um, But... Fuck it, I'm going to put those, that, that proposal up. Like, do uh, Maggie, uh, do you have anything to add to this proposal of um, convincing the children that this Bobby yeah, is Sauron? I'd like to take it one step further. Yep. Uh, which is, uh, yes, convince them that this Bobby is Sauron, and thus we are the Fellowship and need their help. 
Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, and the one ring is yeah. the jam roly poly, because <sighs> there's only one of it left. Oh, amazing. Uh, Bobby, is there anything you want to add to this proposal? Because technically, you're still part of the party. <laughs> Even if we're not apparently intent, I'm just kidding. As as this kind of happens, I stand up, I fling my arms because I have a skill in Tai Chi and a little bit of hedge. I start doing moves and start to pretend that I'm like this big, strong fighter and really powerful and scary and put on a deep voice, the voice that I use to control the boardroom of HSBC, and you will pay attention to me and just become this overbearing, scary, because these two fuckers killed me and left me. So, so you're agreeing with this proposal? I'm just double-checking, yes. Bobby. Okay. Because can... I see Sauron as a good figure. They had power and control, and they ruled an empire. Yep. Until no. the little free fuckers turned up and wanted free markets and 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 wanted and, and to, like just happy little people and yeah and wouldn't share their pipe weed. Fuck them. Uh, fair enough. Um. Everyone can vote secretly towards me. I assume Mr. Cleaver is going to be uh, voting along party lines. Yeah, yeah, just getting an... <laughs> already right. had a taste of blood once more. If Mr. Cleaver claims two eyes, that means that he has two eyes. Who knows what would be unlocked if that were to happen? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's three. It's, it's, it's unanimous. No, it's passed. it's gonna be it's gonna be a four because Mr. Cleaver's yeah. also voting. Yeah, so it's unanimously passed. It is unanimously passed. <laughs> I will ask though: Is this something you want to put into party law? And what I mean by that is, any proposal that passed can also be made as part of the manifesto. So I propose to the members oh, yes. of of Ramona's that any person you meet, it doesn't have to be these children, but any sort of NPC, you can convince them that you have. Sauron in the party that just so happens to be Bobby. This this is going in. I am the evil overlord now. We are escorting him to uh, to where we will defeat him at Mount Doom <laughs> at, at Mog's End. Mog's End, it. yeah. All right, uh, JT, can you can you please write that into the into the law? So what that means now? So that should uh, you don't ever have to vote on that again. So if you need to convince somebody that Bobby is Sauron, you don't need to vote on it again. It has happened essentially. So that is brilliant. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. Bobby is Sauron. Party law. Perfect. <laughs> so, now that, that we've sort of done that, we now need to do the uh, resolution roll. So, same mm -hmm. thing, same procedure again. So, uh, a relevant stat that you think is useful to that. Um, I, I'm going to leave that up to your, uh, your uh, discretion on this one. So, it could be any stat you want to use. Uh, with that, you may choose to add in a relevant skill, a relevant stuff uh, item, and or a relevant mate. Uh, and we'll go around again and just and justify what you're doing to do this. I mean, you kind of already said it, but I'm just going to do it anyway, just yeah. so that we get into the habit of it. Um, so we'll go we'll go the opposite way around. That's all right. So, uh, Bobby, what are you what are you putting in, and how you justify? How are you going to try and convince these children to help your your Ramona's team? I think I'm going to use noggin. Noggin. Um, that worked so well for you last time. I... No, because I I used bands last time. Oh, that's that true. Was the problem. Of course. This okay. one I've got. I'm going to keep the stats that I had from dying, yeah. even though it's technically a new character, but kind of not. So I've got two in Noggin, yep. and I'm going to use Free Market, which is another Noggin skill, which is another two, so I've got four. 
and I'm going to use it to convince the children of the mm-hmm. joys of a free market and free trade way we can get the goblins and the orakai to work for us mm-hmm. and, and produce and have the production of steel and weaponry and, and how, how they will work for us and then we can expand the empire and we can go above ground when we've got this workforce that is building for us. And it's all about everybody working together. And then I'm just going to also slightly flash my Rolex to show that I, I have the riches and I have already gained these Look, people shinies. who can help me. Look, I've already got dwarven the shiny. It's dwarven gold! <laughs> yep. Maybe that's the ring. That's the, that's the ring-shaped piece of gold. Is your yeah, gold if the jam roly-poly doesn't work. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, what, is, what is a jam roly-poly? Sorry, American. Jam roly-poly is... Oh my god, David's doing a fly before you before you describe what the jam roly poly is, David, I just want to double check. None of are them you, are long enough. Are you, I'm going to ask: Are you putting in two noggins, or are you putting in one? Because you can choose up to one. You know, up to your thing. You're putting it two in. Good to know. All right, uh, continue. What is roly poly? Total of four. Jam roly jam roly poly is a a very thin sponge. So yeah, the thin sponge with uh, jam and cream, but it's rolled round so on the side. Yeah. Oh. It looks like a roly poly, essentially. You, you might okay. call it a roulade or things like that. Um, it 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 has like a lot of lot of similar names. A lot of other things have have like a similar technique in it. So occasionally, like baked Alaska, the sponge will have that's that that's yes. the roulade at the bottom. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. So yeah, it's it's, a ve- it's basically a very basic bitch. Uh, baking thing <laughs> that the British people do. Um, we'll, we'll go, we'll, Don't we'll... listen to them, Mr. Cleaver. The jam roly poly's iconic. <laughs> so, as a so like mechanically as a party, we are working together. But so Bobby is Sauron, but but we aren't Sauron's friends. You're no, I'd say or... you need you're trying to get help from what it sounded like. You're trying to convince these these children, this teacher, whatever, to come and to help you on your journey towards Mog's end. That's what I'm taking from that, if that's helpful. Yes, yeah, okay. So, um, I'm gonna use uh, all three of my hench and all three of my union eyes to convince the children that they are <laughs> part of the Hobbit militia, yes, or representing Hobbit the Hobbit militia that is gonna help. Uh, escort Sauron <laughs> to Mog's end. <laughs> yes! um, and then I'm going to add one more for a total of seven dice with my stack of leafless as I pass out my like recruitment flyers. Like, we need you. So, so what we've done here, basically, is you're convincing them to be part of the Hobbit uprising, and I'm also trying to convince them to be part of Mordor, basically, and become part of that worker force. So we're basically appealing to both sides of them. We'll so also we'll have an we're demonstrating the danger the means that Sauron is. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Fantastic. I absolutely love that, Jason. That's 100% approved of me. Finally, Maggie, what are you bringing to this? Uh, <laughs> so it's Bant's three, because uh, yep. Maggie is a talker. And then uh, it's uh, the only band skill I have is cheery services. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the Samwise this party, which is that it's a great burden that we carry, but we do so with love in our hearts. I said literal cheery service, oh. um, with obviously Mr. Cleaver supporting this because kids yep. love a puppet. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the first time I've heard Fiona full on guffaw laughs oh in 15 games with them. Uh, and then I'm going to sort of like pass around some of the generally poly because kids love sugar and like hopped up Hobbit militia sounds like the best thing imaginable. Amazing. So that is three plus two plus one plus one for seven. Fantastic. All right. So again, roll your pool of dice and make a note of any of the highest number, but of any ones, what stat or thing they refer to. Oh, I think, and I need to, and I need to roll two uh, uh, stress die as well. Not my fault. No ones. What? What was yours, uh, David? Two sixes. All right. Two successes. Okay. On my first one five. Uh, so okay. yeah, on my on my first one, which is my stat, I get one six. Yep. On my second one, which is my cheery services, I get a pair of sixes. Nice. On uh, Mr. Cleaver, I get a three, and then on the Jam Roly Poly, I get a one. Okay, Jam Roly Poly, you get a one. Yeah, right, good to know. I Come, didn't yep. poison it. No, I suspect it's more that they polish it off. Yes, I, that, that, yeah, basically it reduces it down to zero, uh, yeah. so down by one essentially, which I assume is gone. Uh, yeah, it's only a one, the general probably. Then, yeah, you lose that, unfortunately. But yes, good to know. And uh, JT, Jason. Yes, um, so my highest, so I got three total hits, on uh, all fives. Nice. Um, I rolled a one on uh, on one of my hatch, or hench, excuse me. So I hench. think that takes me down to two hench from three. Yep. And then I also rolled a one on my stack of leaflets, so I do not have those anymore. Yeah, you've handed them all out at this point. Yeah, very good. Uh, and They've I rolled... use the serviettes for generally poorly face. <laughs> yeah, they hold. They hold. The, you, you you give it out and you give them on your poorly. That's amazing. I have also rolled the anxiety dice as well. But you've you've got all the successes you need because it's three successes that you need on the six, and you've all done that. So that's amazing. Unfortunately, though, I did roll a one on the uh, anxiety party anxiety die. The party must roll on the uh, party upper lip table. So anyone can roll. A D6 plus two. And let me know what the final result is. Um, you well, don't I'm know this. I say, that. you don't know this about me yet, uh, about, about me yet, JT, but um, I have the devil's own he luck. He balances out my bad luck. Yeah, I, 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 I activate as the anti-David. If myself <laughs> and Will Wheaton ever meet, Will Wheaton's curse will be removed, but my luck will go with it. Yes. Um, so uh, would you like me to, to roll this? Yes, please. I'll I'll give you a hint. A lower number is preferred. I'll roll it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're adding plus two to this result. Is that yeah? Adding plus two to the result, please. Yeah. That's a one. Excellent. So you get a three. Yeah. Uh, a three total. Our lips cannot remain stiff much longer. Tickety boo net for now, old chap. No effect. So that's very good. So I guess maybe you're a bit overwhelmed by stuff you had. The kids, they get very excited with the promise of uh, reading the early end of class and jam roly-poly. It's like a sea of of basically... And it's, going on an adventure. And going, going on an adventure. adventure. I, I think, I think for, for, for Maggie, it's a moment of like... Maggie, who was, again, Grandma of Seven, is looking down at all these kids and wondering what has happened to her grandchildren out in the world. And you just sort of see, like, Mr. Cleaver just like... <laughs> so you've convinced the children, and this teacher is like, oh, thank God, and sort of wanders off. And it's like, oh, I don't have <laughs> to deal with it. problem them. now! <laughs> yeah. So what I will say 
one of you can have as a as mates a sea of small children. They will count for one because they're small. This is a sort of mechanic thing, but you can't have any more mates equal to your bants. If you see what may, I mean. So everyone, may, may I claim the small children for for Molly? Well, I was of... gonna actually put it up to a roll. Okay, um, yeah. So we we all claim. Uh, so we'll we'll all claim a reason why they should be ours. Yes, and let's do it. Oh, yeah, pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. I'm so have, stupid. Have <laughs> we have to have a democracy vote about it. You fucking idiot. It's democracy. We all put forward the reason why we should be the have them as our, as our the, underlings. The thing is, though, I'm going to let this happen, but I'm already aware who's going to wish. <laughs> Fiona, shush, they didn't realize I am two people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I want to hear the proposals, so uh, I'll let I'll Got let to put the proposals for us. That's the point of the yes, game. It is, it is true, Bobby. Bobby, it's also rigged. Bobby, why like should politics. why should why should these children be your mates? I am the overlord. I am Sauron. If they follow me, they have a means of production. They have the army that will take over the world. We will go above ground. We will claim back that right, and we will lord over those people who still remain underground. We will be the rulers of the new world. And I'm trying to think of a Lord of the Rings quote that will fit here from Sauron, and my brain is just melted with the heat, so it doesn't really work. But That's fine. Don't worry. Uh, Jason? Oh, I'm throwing a wrench in this. Um, I also propose that uh, the minion pack is Bobby's uh, because I was rolling with uh, Hench and Unionize is I want to unionize the little orcs to eventually take him down from inside. And so they will be his hopefully. Fantastic. Maggie? I love it, but also hate it. Uh, so <laughs> so Maggie, Maggie would like to put forward the idea that Maggie has won raised many children that have then produced many grandchildren so knows how to sacrifice it two everyone knows it's the old character that brings about the downfall of the great evil by hiring younger people to do the work for them then showing up at the last minute with all the added experience to just push it over the edge so clearly myself and mr cleaver are the best bet to handle these children because none of you... Also, he has no depth perception. How is he going to spot trouble coming for these kids? Uh, right. That's why we he have has kids. minions. We have They'll kids. Do this we have an army for that. We are not forming an infantry! <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, settle down, settle down, party members. My God. All right, so the proposal we're voting on first is that Bobby should take on the small sea of children as their mates. So can I get the votes in for that, please? <laughs> I've also just realised that the new Minion movie is coming out and there's King Bob. King Bob. <laughs> Therefore, I win anyway, because... Yeah. Well, guess what, folks? It's a tie. <laughs> I think the speaker should decide. Oh, no, don't give me that. I'm not... I'm a neutral... I'm a, like the speaker of the house. I'm supposed to be neutral as well. Uh, but I've got to be fair on this. So, um, because we've done, so we've done, we've done the Bobby's one. So we can't vote on that again today. So we we'll go for Maggie's one. So get if the Sea of Children should be part of Maggie's uh, mates brigade. Can I get a vote for that, please? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, it's a tie. My votes always come with it. Always come with a reason. <laughs> so, so, so Jason uh, kind of smirks a little smugly and suggests that since neither. Uh, 
neither of you two were able to uh, convince the uh, the children uh, uh, to follow your lead that uh, we should uh, vote on uh, having them follow my lead. Ooh, devious. All right. So voting for Jason's proposal that uh, Jason should take the sea of children. What is Jason's proposal and why why should Jason be their yeah. leader? Uh, because I have a lot of experience with uh, with organizing, um, you know, organizing activist stuff. I have door-to-door activism, chasing fox hunters, leaflet making. And I feel like I could get a lot of help with leaflet making since I'm now out of leaflets to to grow this uh, sort of uh, uh, pack of, of children that want to help us uh, uh, help us out in the underground. And yeah, and then uh, I'm good at unionizing. So I just, I have all the skill sets. I have the experience for doing all of this. And, and it, it really places me as, uh, as the, the correct and right choice in, uh, in this proposal. All right. <laughs> you got my, got my response before you'd even finished. <gasps> Jason. However, I feel I've been outvoted. Three to two, I'm assuming. Uh, uh, the motion passed, and you can <laughs> add to your sheets uh, C of small children, uh, w- uh, one, the count as one. And so the children are like, hooray! Adventure! Union! <laughs> you know that you can actually just pick up a group of children and have them follow you. Yeah, they're, they're around with you. Um, but unfortunately, you can't... Mi- so the final bong sort of goes and you realise that a night has now fallen and you think it's safer to stay uh, in this particular uh, area with the children. And because it's Euston as well, it is a, a safe zone. So the children sort of snuggle up next to you. They, they sort of, they'll take the blackboard down and they'll switch it to... Um, their entertainment stuff. I don't know what it is now, like a math. It's a, it's a pre-drawn picture of a little girl playing noughts and crosses <gasps> on a blackboard. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah it's, it's time out, essentially. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, no, there's no more lessons today. Yeah, the teacher does not return, essentially. Uh, because, you're in, <laughs> because you're in a safe zone, you don't need to do any awareness check or anything like that. You don't need to be on watch. Uh, the children are actually very good and sit, and sit around and stuff like that. So I will now fast forward to the next day. So first things first. The light has now sort of ended. Uh, so if you want to get back to that sort of, um, what did I say? It was like a darkly dimmed, I think it was called. I can't remember what I said. You need to use your juice again. Uh, yeah, shadowy, sorry. It, so it's currently pitch dark as you wake up and get ready for the day. So I would like to know if you would like to do a juice check to uh, increase the light so that you can uh, hopefully be able to get on with your day. I think we have to because of the children. Yeah. Not, not that I'm trying to de- trying to derail this campaign any further, but technically you need to make a vote on it. <laughs> so I'm going to ask then if you want to vote <laughs> on every morning that you use a, a juice to get ahead and light the thing, you can write it into party law. So is that something that folks would like to do? I would, at least until we run out of it. Yeah. And then I'd like to yeah. make the amendment that when we run out of it, we will attempt to banter or barter rather for more juice at the next that, safe zone. Exactly. That that's what probably would happen. I'm All right. So, that. I'm gonna do that. All right. So for those I'll just say we'll just do an open one because it'll just be easier. Uh, for those in favor of using juice every morning to increase the light level, say aye. Aye. I, uh, I, I see the, ch- the children and I. Mr. Cleaver also say I. So that passes as if you could write that into the party manifesto, uh, JT. That'd be great. So that basically every morning we use a juice roll. I just realized, because otherwise we're just going to be constantly going around yeah. in circles and never getting to Mog's end. Oh my That's God, what... I just realized that the, the juice is Eladriel's light. <laughs> and they're like, woo. <laughs> 
All right. So yes. Yeah, so you need uh, you need to be successful before. Okay. So you can move four stops again. Which direction do you want to go? We need to we need to go down, don't yes. we? South. Yeah, now south. We're on the we're on the northern line now, aren't we? So the black yeah. line, just for yeah. people who don't know. Is there any? Bobby uh, is not going to be argumentative at this point. One, two, three, four. So you'd get one, to Angel. Two, three, four. It's actually faster for us to go across to Waterloo down to Stratford, and then from Stratford to Mog End, running that way. It's more lines, but it's faster by an entire day. So are you putting a proposal up? Maggie? Yeah, I I, pr I propose that we travel across to the Jubilee line and then down to the central line, and then from the central line on to district, because uh, the Stratford to Aldwych is one entire thing. There's nothing... Oh no! Is, is that Liverpool Lime Street on both there? Liverpool uh, Street is that on both the yellow yes, and the red? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, I think it's about the same then. Woman, well, I just can't again. I missed that. That's, that's, right, that's okay. That's all right. Three, four. It is a day faster to do it this way. So that's the proposal is to use that route. Yeah, uh, so it's much quicker to go across and, and then, then down. down. Yeah. Also, I don't know what it means, but all the black stops are danger stops, and that doesn't sound good. So I also agree with this. Bobby's all for danger. <laughs> uh, well, uh, at least one of the stops is a danger stop for us on this route as well, because we'll go to uh, Canada Water and then Liverpool Street and then one, two, three, four, Bailiff Park right before Mog End. Where, hang on, where are we seeing these? Is it just that they're slightly longer? So no, remember, remember, you can move. You'll be able to in each day. You move four <sighs> stops. Four stops, yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to see what the what what how we identify the danger stops. Is it because the, oh, it's the, it's, the it's a it's a dash. Down. It's a dash. Oh, it's I was thinking it was only black dashes. No, never mind. I'm, I, no, yeah. Uh, all yeah, dashes. yeah, never mind. Okay, but, yeah, but, they're all dashes. I, I, no, 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 but no, no, the, the safe the safe zones are the circles. Yeah, so you're at a safe zone currently. Oh, okay, so we, okay, yeah. So we'd have to stop at Waterloo. Yep. No, and then we, stop at. Uh, if we wanted to be safe, we'd we'd go to Waterloo, stop at Waterloo, then go to Stratford. Yes, and then, and then have to stop. We're going to have to stop at a danger zone at some point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I will say, yeah. So you don't. You can move up to four stops. You don't have to. I just assume you'd be getting. You wanted to get there quicker, but yeah. Obviously, if you want to, if you just want to go, hey, we just want to get to uh, Waterloo. Spaces. Yeah, that's fine as well. Bobby's so, going to put forward the motion that we stop at the safe zones. Because Bobby has money, and people will want the money off him. And people, and because they, I do not, I've not been given the army to protect myself with now. Bobby will be attacked, and which means you will be attacked. Therefore, for our own group's safety and mm -hmm. my safety, we should stop at this as many safe zones as possible along the way. And I'm putting forward that as a motion to keep the group safe because I'm a target. All right. Fair enough. So that is the proposal. Uh, does anyone have anything to add uh, for or against it? I suggest we stop at safe zones, not because anyone gives a rat's ass about Bobby's money, <laughs> but because we have small children with us. Yes, Jason. Um, yeah, I also agree. Whereas I might have uh, sort of reflexively disagreed with Bobby on principle before the, the children's safety comes first. So. <laughs> All right. Um, all those in favour of Bobby's proposal to stop at safe zones when we're travelling? Yay. 
motion passed completely. Um, do you want to put that into party manifesto law? You can because it's been passed unanimously. I suggest not, just because we can't always do it, and it will mean that in the future we are tied to an action that we can't always maintain. It was to stop <clears throat> at safety zones if we can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, with that. So, so, so phrase it in the way that we can stop. We yeah. we need to stop at safety zones. Perfect. If it's possible, yeah. they, they are the preferred yeah. kind of place to stop. Perfect. Yep. Easy enough. Yep. Easy. That's into the party manifesto. Not a problem. Um, so you passed that. Well done. Let's do food now. So keep I keep going. So it's the it's breakfast. It's morning. Yeah. Um, you've had a whole day without food, but um, the kids are a bit hungry as well. So we're going to do a scran roll. So you have five scran, which is a, a d12. Mm-hmm. So um, all of you will need to to at least roll scran uh, and take and, and eat from there. But also your mates will have to do it as well. Uh, yeah, including Mr. Cleaver. Um, of course. The, ch- the children will only take one role, so you don't need to remember. But because both Mr. Cleaver, I think because Mr. Cleaver, uh, the assistant's small, if they get ones, they can re-roll. We'll go, uh, we'll do, obviously, party members first, if that's all right. So, Maggie, if you can roll a d12. Uh, I get a six. Six. So it's fine, it doesn't reduce. You know how uh, hard it is to see different types of dice when you've only got one eye. Well, that's not my problem. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Cleaver gets a 12. Oh, fantastic. So, yep, stay, stays the same. Uh, James. Jason, sorry. I got a Gandalf from <laughs> my the one ring D12. So that's a 12. Yeah, nice. And for the children? Children got a three. Yeah, so they're fine. They, they scoff at it, but they're, they're okay. They don't eat it all. You managed to stop them from doing that. And then finally, mm-hmm. last but not least, Bobby. Did you roll a one? You can re-roll it once a day. Yeah, you've got your jammy thing. I can do, but I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna ask a question here of, course. of Jason, and this will make me decide whether I'm gonna re-roll it. Okay. Are you having one of your cups of coffee? <laughs> yes. I'm not re-rolling. All right. <laughs> so the food. I can see Jason having a cup of coffee, and I am now having the twitches because I have not had caffeine. For so long. So you mm. eat a few more bits and pieces. So yeah, so that D12 goes down to a D10 now for your, your uh, scran. So <laughs> any propositions to be like wh- where you go? Because obviously we know it's sa- a safe zone if possible. Well, we can we can get to um thing um today. Um, Waterloo, isn't it? Uh, Waterloo, sorry. We can get to Waterloo today, which is a safe one. Um, Waterloo. <clears throat> All right, so the proposition so if from... got the bands, we can sing Waterloo. The children sing along with you at that karaoke. <laughs> um, okay, so the proposition is morale. the proposition is to go to to Waterloo as your next destination. Um, yep. Is any falls or against from the rest all of the party? Four. I think we're all for. Yeah. Four, four, four. <clears throat> uh, those those in favour? Yeah. Passed. All right. Let's do the navigation roll. So uh, I need a relevant stat. This will be uh, Noggin. I think that's what I say for mm-hmm. rolling things. A relevant skill. Mates, if you want to include them, and stuff as well. And I roll to uh, anxiety die. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll Noggin to admin one because we're now dealing with a group of children. And this is not <clears throat> Maggie's first time being a field trip not her supervisor. Not <laughs> I'm going to include the rolling pin weapon because now Maggie's on high alert nice. and is ready for protecting children. And that's everything for me because that's that's going to be that's going to be a nice decent 
three, five. So I'll be nice. on five dice. Fantastic. Jason. Okay, so I still think uh, Hinge makes the most sense because it's tied to unionize, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, cradling children, so that would be uh, two and Hinge, <laughs> three, and unionize is five. I have an interesting, not game rule, but I think it makes sense in the context of what we're doing, is I would like to roll the, the children minions because, uh, because they would help us navigate. However, due to uh, previously uh, discussed lines and bells, I am going to permanently sacrifice my cucumber sandwich to make sure the children minions are all six i think that's great yep happy with that one uh and uh, uh bobby oh i'm gonna use noggin uh because it's my best one uh i'm also gonna use free market because i'm gonna teach the children about oh, how no. how best to <laughs> exploit people around them so they can if they ever get separated from the, the group mm-hmm. they know how to get what they need off the people around them and with that i'm going to use my briefcase of notes of money mm-hmm. to explain the idea of bartering and trading oh, and how no. best to kind of get the best deal so if you do ever end up lost have you alone got your the bible and away from people, the art of the deal by chance <laughs> No comment. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, that's going to give me five dice. Basically, I'm going to teach teach them to be happy little capitalists. All right, roll your uh, roll your dice for me, please. I've rolled I've rolled my uh, anxiety dice. You're okay. I get one success, zero twos, Uh, zero ones. Sorry, there was no worries. Jason um, got uh, three successes. Nice. Um, but I did roll a one on my uh, unionize, so ah, kids so are... Your, your, no, so your skill doesn't reduce. Your skill oh, doesn't does reduce. Yeah, that's the only one that doesn't reduce. Everything else will reduce because they're like actual things, because you're a specialist in it. It's a learned ability. Yeah, so yeah, so no problems on that front, so nah, nice one. And Bobby. Oh, no. The photo is still loading in Discord. Oh, oh Jesus. What's wrong with you? My internet connection, apparently, because it's taking bloody ages. And it's not a large photo. I, all I see is I hate my I, life. Yeah. yeah. You have to describe uh, describe so my, my, it is. So my my banknotes, they didn't run off with them. They 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 realized that the the, the money was actually useless, but <laughs> they understood the concept of it. Right. So they understood the concept of it and they kind of got the idea of it, but they also think that I'm a bit of an idiot. Yeah. And that they can do it better because I got two sixes. Nice. One in my noggin. And one in my free trade. So they understood free trade and got it all the way through. However, I also rolled a one and a one in both of those. <laughs> so, so, but your skill doesn't go down. So they, they, they now know how to do it better than I do. I was going to say, your skill doesn't go down, but your stat will do. But go on, what were you going to say? Uh, I would like to put forward a proposal. Yes. Because these kids are firm believers in unionization and the union needs pamphlets. And what is paper but a ready supply? Uh, what is money but a ready supply of paper? I did not roll a one on that dice. That dice is safe. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's the stats. The stat was the one that uh, got produced, that got unfortunately. Produced. So but, oh. they, they understand that the money is useless, and so they, they, they're, let, they're happy for me to keep it. Yeah. They understood it as the tool to describe what I was describing, <laughs> but saw that what it is in modern society and how it works now it is absolutely pointless. Yeah. Um, despite my protestations of, of the fact, um, but they're also now better happy capitalists than I am, and 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 will use the knowledge against me because they are also a union. 
<laughs> Union <laughs> capitalists. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. So yes, so you succeed. So you make it to Waterloo, essentially. Waterloo. And I failed to teach children how to do. No, I no, I I think I massively succeeded to teach children at capitalism, well, didn't I? If anything, very much so that they. Your yeah, children you know, patronise you, essentially. They're like, <laughs> that's nice, dear. And actually, they're, sort of, they're very, very smart. It turns out that history lesson was just basically they just wanted a break from the hard maths and computer programming they had been doing, essentially. <laughs> that teacher has been doing Python on yeah. a blackboard. <laughs> yeah. These fuckers have computers? Yeah. No, uh, no, that's the thing. They've been doing Python on, yeah, the, on the blackboard. blackboard. Yeah. There's a difference engine somewhere. Or Trans 77. <laughs> anyway. They've got to go back to the old fucking punch machines. <laughs> you make your way, slowly but surely, getting further and further eastward. So you go past, oh God, is that Corvus Street? It's too far away. But you eventually get to Waterloo. <laughs> uh, Corvus Street, then Tottenham, then Waterloo. Tottenham. There you go. So, yes, yeah, so you can pass those things. And as it, it's almost like, you know, you travel by map as you go. You can sort of slowly see, and it's sort of like... Sorry, it's a Londoner, it's Tottenham. Sorry, that's a Midland Tottenham. thing, not a London thing. Tottenham. <laughs> anyway, so you pass the signs, and then eventually you get to the big sign that says Waterloo. And round Waterloo, actually, there are... Again, you can tell it's a safe zone. There's lots of barricades and stuff that the children help. They're actually pretty pretty clued up, these kids. They've survived this long, and they're pretty... They're like a well-oiled machine. So, uh, so Jason, you feel They'd very They would have made secure. a great army. But they're also talking to each other and talking about their feelings and like how important it is for the union to go ahead and all that sort of jazz. But more importantly, you get to the Waterloo platform where it connects the Victoria line to the Jubilee line. And with a flash of light and a low humming sound, a police telephone box suddenly appears and materialises from thin air in front of you. And it's weird. On the thing itself, it sort of says words and you would all hear this from stories. This is the, the Sidrat. Yes, the Sidrat, that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, it's a time travel device, and you know that as you go around it, you try and knock on it, you try and open it, it seems to be impenetrable. And looking at it, and I think Bobby would do this as well, because you have keys to a Mercedes. You can see there is a lock on it, but your keys don't fit in it. You think that only a certain person would be able to possess and unlock this particular box. So did it appeared before us. It, we didn't walk into it. It, it you, just like there was an empty I would space. Say, yeah, it materialised in front of you. There's a horrible noise. Because yeah. it's the inverse version. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, it is inverse for copyright reasons, I'm sure. I'm guessing there's someone around running around going, scale it, scale it, scale it. <laughs> it's curious. There doesn't seem to be anyone here currently. So we've knocked. We, we've gone around, knocked on it, tried keys, yeah, and there's the, just the, nothing. The children, I think, what the children, the children would have tried to like, like, ooh, you know, like try and check in and stuff like that. Maybe pile on top of each other to see if there's any way in at the top. But there doesn't seem to be anywhere in. I propose a motion. We get the children to lift it up and carry it away with us. It is a time traveling device. It's a very powerful bargaining tool. Uh, any other comments from the members? I'm not necessarily opposed to this, but I need more of a reason than that. <laughs> I'm going to vote with you. 
I would like to put forward that we get the children Did to you help want to travel us? back in time? If we take it, you can travel back in time. <gasps> That's very... We very just need good. to find the special kind of person. Uh, I would put forward that we should we should take this with us, helping the children carry it, because at some point, an indestructible battering ram might come in real handy. <laughs> Who knew? The I'm not lifting it with these nails. The the biggest the biggest weapon of his whole time was children plus Tardis. <laughs> Tardis. Could have won like so many wars. I want to play the cards against humanity version of this game now. <laughs> so bad. All right, so what? Sorry, what's the proposal again? Sorry. My proposal, Bobby's proposal, I should say, mm-hmm. is that we have an army of children. Let's just half inch the thing. Get the children to lift it up and carry it off with us. Um, and I'm convincing Jason to to go along with this because the Jazz's people, uh, what's the Jazz's, Jazz's people, people part, front, people's front, front. Jazz's people front want to travel back in time. This is a uh, this is a way to do it. If it belongs to someone else, you can't do it. But if we just kind of like take it away, then yeah. And little children can they've had their fingers can get into little places and open things up. Okay, they so they're, they're, they're a union, and so they might have an opinion about this. But they, they do, but they are children. Your, <laughs> this is playing into your political beliefs here, and what, kind of what your what main you thinking, goal Jason? is. What's what's your response? Your rebuttal. Uh, the children, being children, are like, yeah, I think we could, you know, we could help out. We could even get Jason on board. But me speaking as the children said, we will give Bobby our vote if we can name. The, the box uh, grand since it could be an indestructible battering ram uses later. I think it's an important thing to know. They're children, which means they don't get a vote. Oh. They're under... Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. They are under 18. They're under 18. Good call. They Good don't call. get okay. a vote. Thankfully, they, it, it's not been used really to... Um, it's not been used to do anything that hasn't it, been unanimous. Exactly. So, phew. Fine. Good choice of that. So, yeah, they're really keen, but like the eldest is like 12 and it's like, Sorry, <laughs> do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess they, they will. I will just like narratively, they convince Jason to to give Bobby the vote. Do they also narratively convince you to put in the argument about calling it Grand? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just roll randomly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, uh, choose even or odd. Even, because I go odd. against the odds. It is. Uh, it is. I rolled a three, so it's odd. Wait, I didn't even say what was going to yeah. be. <laughs> the children are confusing you. They're like, yes. it's okay, it's okay. We can't vote. But here's all the reasons why you should take it. <laughs> yes, uh, I guess since you... since you get to carry since, our vote. <laughs> since, since Bobby would love to have a grand, uh, but chose the wrong, I'm going to say no, I do not include that in my argument. And I do not have grand. I love the idea, though, now, instead of Jezza's People's Front, it's actually now Jason's People's Front, and you have the kids <laughs> behind you. <laughs> Are we also going to give people front... Uh, Are they going to split, though, at some point and become the People's Front of Jason? Oh, well, that that's for a later one. Actually, shot, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure it's People's Front of Jason. I think it's People's Front of Jazza. So no, there's now four of them. There's, yeah, there's, there's Jazz's people many. front, people front of Jazza, Jason's people front, and the people's front of Jason. There's now <laughs> if they all, if they all meet, it's just going to be chaos. So voting for Jason's uh, people's front, the <laughs> Jason's resource to help take uh, the Sidrat with you. Because so I will say this is the end. This is the end of uh, the day, so you can't move just now. But uh, all those in favour, if you want to do it secretly, fine. But I'm I'm two. 
two. Excellent. So yeah, Mr. Cleaver also in there, I'm sure. Uh, Always. Mr. Cleaver is a good, good spoon. Always follows the master. All right. So you have, yeah. So that there's a couple of testing, making sure they can lift it up as well. And it's like, yeah, we can, we can definitely try tomorrow when, when we move on. Cause it's the end of the day just now for that. Um, I just want to check. We did just all vote this and we can write this into party law that we can convince children to be thieves. The children can move the Sid rats. I think that's that's the thing. Where take the, them with you? That would the be children the law. Can move, can, the children can use the Sid the proposal as an was indestructible battering ram. In, the um, proposal was that we steal it. In, in which case, we might want to confirm this because I had the addendum there because I was all on board with stealing it, but I was all on board of using it as a as an indestructible battering ram. <laughs> I think the idea that we, we we've convinced the children to steal it, and then there's a load of addendums on the end of it. One is called wrong. You can, yeah, you can it can be used as a battering that. ram. Yeah. Three, it might be a, at some point maybe used as a time travel device yeah. to go and steal Margaret yeah. Thatcher. So I think that addendum. Really yeah, yeah. So I would I would suggest then that that first part is written into party law should you want it to, and then you can add the addendums later should you Agreed. need to. Agreed. If, if that's yep. helpful. Is this so, like um like uh, the the constitution where you have your your extra bits that you add on to the end of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It can be, it can be modified at will by random small yep. cabals Notes. of yeah. powerful people. You, I mean, as long as like small, the, small little ankle biter children that, that can modify everything is. I mean, they'll have a anyway. vote, but sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, but you can. I will say this for rule clarity as well. Any law that's made into like party uh, manifesto, they have to be law for one at least one day before they can be repealed as well. So any of the previous ones can also be done as well, just so you know that for the next time if needed. But as you're settling down for the night, you hear a bit of scrabbling coming down from one end of the cor- uh, one end of the station platform, and suddenly, out of the darkness, appears a very smart-looking person. They have really frizzy hair and a long coat made up of different fabrics and different patterns and stuff. <laughs> and they go, "Ah, oh, excellent, fantastic! Come, Perry, they're here!" And an American lady also appears and is like, "Oh, doctor, I can't believe you. Where are we? Ah, oh, this is brilliant. We are, we are underground. Yes, yes, London underground. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I don't know what. I think we might have been off a little bit there, but don't worry, Perry. It'll be totally fine. Ah, hello. Oh, yes, I remember. We are the party members. I am the Kronos Doctor. Here is my assistant, Perry." Um, and we are we're here to we're here to save things, make sure put things right. Essentially, we've been hearing there's been some uh, some disappearances. Oh, yes, yes, at a at a station nearby, um, Mog's End. Yes, and realizes that you folks aren't talking, <laughs> and so mutters and goes into silence, waiting expectantly. Bobby just stares at them. Did you say you were a colonoscopy doctor? No, 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 very similar, but not quite. No, no, a, a Kronos, Kronos doctor, Kronos assistant, a Kronos aristocrat, I think they call it in your times. It means time, Maggie. I'm time. not dense, Bobby. I just misheard him. All right, so you're, a, a, you're an aristocrat. Yes, yes, well, I, 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 I prefer the term doctor myself. And oh, there's my Sid rat. Oh, uh, just, just as doctor, 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 doctor. Just as a quick hint, I wouldn't use the A word around um, 
these people, it tends to end up with um Maggie sort of like takes off the re- the remains of like the Julia Child red polka dot thing <laughs> and just like on 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 across her back is again another self-done tattoo and it's just like number of toffs offed and just like flexes just goes all right then children we're about to learn a very important thing about unions which is what happens when the aristocracy goes against them and i would like to put forward a motion there are no aristocrats remaining and there can never be more aristocrats to remain this is how we got into this problem. <laughs> so we off the top. Any other ab- uh, ads to this uh, proposal, Jason? Um, no, I think Jason would be 100% on board with this. This is very <laughs> in line with, with his character. Like, my vote of approval there. Yes. Bobby's going to be the sensible one here, weirdly, and going to turn around and go, I don't think we should. This person looks like they might have keys to the time machine. Maybe a we get them to help. To the child that brings me the keys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the proposal is using all your forces to try and off the top, <laughs> i.e., the Kronos aristocrat that's appeared. Um, please secretly vote to send me the things. It'll be interesting. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're voting to whether to kill the doctor or not. He's not the doctor. He's an aristocrat. He had his opportunity. He chose his name. With a three to one. (laughs) (laughs) The motion passed. So, okay, let's go. Let's go into this. So this is uh, what we call a ruckus. This is a fight sort of thing. Yeah, rooks are situations where the party fights over groups or individuals referred to as rooks. Can resolve in any way that any resolution role. However, I have to say if you have more successes, it's succeed if you're at disadvantage. So let's let's go through the conditions first to see what you need. So currently you you've got to get at least three successes, which you've been doing amazingly so far because you've got big uh, numbers of that. So are you significantly outnumbered as a party? No. It's two people <laughs> versus several people. Um do you have guns? Uh, do you fight have- on the side of the doctor? <laughs> We'll get to that in a second. Hang on, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, if the party has no guns and is fighting a group or individual who do have guns, no one has guns. So that's that out of the way. If the party is fighting a group or individual that's significantly better training or equipment, not for fighting. <laughs> not yeah, the doctor doesn't fight. The doctor runs away. And we yeah. have his running away device. You do, you do. So that's the one difficulty down. But the I doctor think, is also say. about a million times more intelligent than us. But I would say like it won't be they won't be willing to fight, so that will be in your favor. Uh, if the party is fighting someone in home territory or in a defensive position, I'd say you've got quite a good we, defense position, right? We were, we were staying here the night. Mm-hmm. We couldn't move this, so we we have a defensive wall of children. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor doesn't mess with kids. <laughs> um, if the party is outflanked and fighting foes from multiple directions, we are not, so that's fine. If you're fighting on hazardous ground, such as uh, an area with pit traps or is covered in slippery grease. So I don't think you've only got, I think you're only, you are outnumbering the doctor. So that difficulty comes out. I think you're going to need two successes, essentially, to make this. So yes, so remember, stat, any relevant skill, any relevant stuff, any relevant mates if you want. (laughs) Would anyone like to go first? Because I've worked out my, oh, David, you won't want to know here about, about fighting for the doctor. Yes. 
the motion has been carried that the party is going to fight the doctor. You can choose, David, to not put any dice in at all. That's the thing. You could literally be like, I'm not doing anything. If you see what I mean? Reducing your dice pool. That's what I would suggest for that. But we'll go to uh, Jason first, yeah. if that's all right. Absolutely. Let's see. Man, I, I still feel like it would be henching unionized as long as I have children with me. Um, <laughs> so the children are going to help with the caveat that if I roll a one on my children roll, um, they are going to end up um, having uh, inter, uh, inter-minion pack uh, politic fights splitting in between the union yep. and, uh, and Bobby's um, sort of like pro-capitalist thing and will exit the scene as... As um as they uh, sort of get into a council and debate yeah. in the yeah. uh, student government, they will be removed from the scene, which does not involve killing or dying. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you've done. Uh, sorry, so you've got your uh, sorry hench and unionize, and you're going to use the uh, the children. Uh, is there any uh, stuff you'd like to use for this as well, or are you a okay? Well, my notebook, pen, and pencil is one item. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lead these children with dual wielding a pen and pencil into battle. The pen is mightier than the swords, Jason. Yes! <laughs> yes! Thousand percent. I love that. All right, uh, we'll go to Maggie next. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So I'm going to ask if I can use my hench, because this is mm-hmm. a, a, a brawl and ruckus. Uh, I'm then going to use my kneading skill, because these arms have killed toffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a weapon, which is a rolling pin. I have my baker's assistant. And then I'm going to ask if I can get a little weird here, Fiona, if, if, you, if you're comfortable with it. Yep. Um, uh, I have the last bag of flour. Flour, <sighs> in particular form, is highly explosive. Of course, you've had it for so long. <laughs> <laughs> so this is very premium dry flour. Oh my word. So I'm going to ask to use that as my stuff thing. Uh, yep. And if I roll a one, we know what happened to it. And if I don't roll a one, then clearly Maggie has used flour as an explosive before and knows how to use it accurately. <laughs> but I will be adding seven dice to this. Pool amazing. Because Maggie killed stops. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that's amazing. Uh, and then we'll go to uh, Bobby. I want to see if we can maybe role play something here. Like, Bobby doesn't want this fight to happen. Sure. But I also don't want to not roll anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, what I want to kind of put forward as an idea is that I'm going to roll some dice, but it's more of a kind of keeping them apart and stopping them from fighting. So sitting in the middle and saying, no, please don't hit each other. Getting in the way, essentially. Kind of getting in the way, essentially. Okay. So I want to use mm-hmm. my hench yep. and my tai chi to kind of do kung fu panda <laughs> deflect bullet shit. Okay. So if the fight happens, I also kind of want them to not hit each other. Right, so yeah, you no could, you're, you're, you're not, it, it, if it gets to like close to blows, you sort of, it just happens to move out the way ever so slightly. That's sort of thing. Yeah, so, so work on that whether, whether, whether they win or not, what it basically come if, if, if I at least get one success or something, there is no serious injuries caused, but maybe the doctor or something fucks off and I don't actually get access to it or something. We sure. have um, double dice. But on top of that, I want to use my car keys, mm-hmm. which are a weapon. Mm-hmm. And I want to use 
the empty bottle of oh, yes. whiskey yeah, yeah. as a kind of an idea of another weapon just to kind of maybe if a, if someone picks up a, a stick to hit someone, I knock it out of their hand or something. So yeah. I just kind of want to stop injuries from happening because I want to keep the doctor alive. It's up to you. You can say no, and I will just not roll anything no. and not be involved in the fight. I'm going to say this. How about this? I think you you can... Because I think it basically gets into a bit of a brawl sort of thing, situation there. So I think you're going to... If you roll any successful, do that narratively. What I will say, though, because you're going against the party lines, they have voted to do it. I'm going to add another two two dice to the party anxiety. Uh, so there's a more of a risk of getting a one as a result, if that's okay with folks. Because uh, I because I want I, you know I want people to roll as well. All right, so everyone roll their sets of dice and let me know what they get. No failures on the uh, the party anxiety, but it's up to four now. So I'll make a note of that. So yeah, I got uh, two sixes and a five, so three hits there. Yep. Um, I did roll a one on the children, and I also rolled a one on my uh, on my pen and notepad. So that that what we discussed. Uh, so the the kids start infighting between themselves, like calling each other names and stuff like that. And in the Hubble, as you're trying to stop people from like you know, you were like trying to unionize, somebody snatches your pen and pencil, uh, your uh, out of your hand, and before you know it, they've parted ways down different corridors. So the children have left you, and they've taken like the your pen and pencil. You, you could take it the fact that children have stolen the pen and paper and are writing their own manifesto. Yeah. To deal, <laughs> yes. uh, like yeah. writing a peace Beautiful. treaty between the two parties. Yeah, I love that. So yeah. Nice. Brilliant stuff. Maggie. Maggie got six successes. Bloody hell. On seven dice, because the lowest I rolled was a four. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Good to know. And Bobby. My hench didn't pass. Just three and a two. Three and a two. Uh, oh. My Tai Chi mm-hmm. got a five. Oh, so it's a partial success. My car keys, I got a five. Mm-hmm. My bottle, I got a one. Oh no! <laughs> bye bye bottle. Oh, I like the idea. Again, I I'm going to assume this for for ease. Like it's not like it's like there'll be like odd punches and stuff. But it's like you know uh, Batman style, like kapow, boo, etc. And then you just hear, you just see a bottle smash on the phone. Goes smash, <laughs> like big letters and stuff like that. Do you not know how rare that is? <laughs> so, yeah. That, was another, now? <laughs> it was so worthless. It's even now more <laughs> worthless. So basically, it's the highest result gets it. And because, so there was, so from what you did, you folks before, it was uh, free, you needed free successes. And then obviously you reduced it down anyway because of the fights, the things were, so it was then two. But basically, the whole point of this mechanic is that when, if I roll a one on the party anxiety dust, that's everything fails. So you could put in as big a pool as you want, but as soon as there's a one on the party anxiety dice, then that action yeah. fails. So that's why I was sort of adding up to it right there as well. But what happens essentially is that there is just a massive kerfuffle scuffle, essentially. And for whatever reason, we'll pan away slightly. What is left of the doctor and uh, what is left, sorry, of the Kronos uh, aristocrat <laughs> and their uh, worthwhile assistant. Protect the copyright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, their companion, their um, associate. Um, it's just a very lovely, colourful jacket, uh, long thing that's been torn into pieces and shreds. Uh, and there's no sign of this doctor or this assistant. And I say with those successes as well, you managed to find within one of the pockets, the many, many pockets of this thing, you managed to find a weird looking key. 
Does it look like a screwdriver? Or shall uh, we say a spanner? The key itself looks like a diary key. So really small and, and flimsy. I think uh, Maggie sort of shrugs back on the like you know, torn off sleeve Julia Child's top again and just like, picks up the key and goes, right then, Jason, well, I'm sure the children will return when they sort out their diplomatic differences. Um, they'll maybe better for it. But, um, well, I guess what I put to you is that we can save the day right now or... We can go back to the 80s, find my 80s version of myself, convince them that the world will end if we don't take down Thatcher, and uh, <laughs> take down Maggie Thatcher. Also, I do recommend that we put some £1 into stocks of Google, Apple, Apple. and a few other companies. And Amazon? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. And also make a note that to say don't touch this thing called crypto. Enron. <laughs> we should warn them about Enron. Enron is yeah. a bad thing as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, tell you what, why don't we all let's just and I'll put forward a motion here. Why don't we take a moment, because we are in a safe space, and identify all the shitty things that we can remember living through that we could do something about because we know the outcomes. So we, we can know. remake it as Lugal. I think that might lead to more problems than it's due, <laughs> but by investing in it, we can become major shareholders and change their attitudes, and you still get rich, but we can also fulfill Jason's needs for violent unionization of you know corporate megastructure. Look, all I'm saying is, somewhere out there in this world, there are seven grandchildren of mine, all right? Now, if you think I'm a badass, imagine the four kids I raised that produced seven grandchildren, all right? I have no doubt that they're fine, but I prefer them not to have to grow up in a post-apocalyptic wasteland that, you know, well, we don't remember the event, but I don't want to know what it's like for people who live in Topside right now. So... I, I inherently agree with everything you're saying. We should definitely go back to the 1980s and stop this disaster and... The disaster was the best thing that we should stop because there's obviously a really, really bad thing. And obviously putting money into investments so that we are rich and we can make things better in the future. That's a side point. Bobby is obviously just like going along with this because Bobby has very much all of that insider trader knowledge oh, yeah, that he knows that, that he can yeah. go back to you still and have all the money. screw both of you over and become <laughs> Lord Bernard. That is fair. What about uh, Jason? Is there anything you want to add to this proposal? Any for or against? I'm really, I'm really digging into the puns and Easter eggs here with this one, okay? Go for it. Uh, since we are uh, time traveling, I recommend that we time travel back to May 20th, 1980, which was the premiere of uh, The Empire Strikes Back in London, and Margaret Thatcher, who is PM right now, is attending, and that is when we're going to target her. So the proposal, as I understand it, <laughs> is to use the Sidrat to go back in time to May 20th, 1980, and assassinate Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> At the London premiere of and the London Empire premiere Strike. of the Empire Strike Back. Yes, and um, also to invest a lot of money into companies and yeah, stuff. yes, yes, Bobby, Bobby, yes, yes, yes. All, but... all those in favour of this proposal. Aye. Oh, unanimous. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> 
great. I think we can put this into party. Uh, party manifest. Bobby, Bobby kind of slightly wants to go a little bit further back because Bobby wants to stop Margaret Thatcher from destroying the coal mining industry. But that's a side point, and I we'll think, have an argument this, about I that think, later. Yeah, I think you're like, we've agreed a date. <laughs> <laughs> we know where she'll be at this particular time. So we'll do. Are we'll we just fight. basically now doing glorious bastards? Pretty yes. much. Yeah. What I'm going to say, we're going to do one final roll because I have an ending to this now. Right. So we're going to do one final roll. Your resolution. So the motion has passed. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to you you can get into the um, the Sidrat. You can do this. So I need a stat. I need any relevant skills, any relevant stuff, and any relevant mates. Okay, I am ready to go. If everyone else wants a bit more time, what I'm going to say as well, just so folks know, because I don't want to surprise yeah. me. You have only heard of the Sidrat in stories. So again, once you, I'll say for much, you open it up and you are overwhelmed by it. None of you currently have ever in the past driven or operated one of these things before. So the difficulty is going to go up a little bit. So I'm just going to get Is this down. where my Sunday driving comes in? Maybe, maybe. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put forward mm-hmm. Noggin Intelligence. And then, because we know that the Sidrat is legally distinct, I don't think it has a traditional engine in any regard. No. I think it has a big, giant furnace or pizza oven looking thing. Oh, does it? I'm going to to ask to put forward Baking 3 with my Mm -hmm. baker's assistant. And again, the last bag of flour from this timeline, as I'm going to baker's back to 1980. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm going to find a 1980s appropriate baking recipe to Excellent. be performing. That sounds good. And we use party resources on this roll. Um, what are you thinking? Describe. Uh, 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 yeah, I, was, what are we thinking? I was thinking of maybe part of the time travel magic is using Scran but we're expending it. It's not a roll. It's not a random roll. We we're going to gamble uh, oh, before. It's it's a um it's a the co- converter from um, Back to the Future feeds in food to power yeah. it. Uh, yeah, plus pasta. I'll, I'll be making. Uh, one minute. Let's see if I can find. If, if this is if I think this is a Julia pineapple upside recipe. down cake. Well, I think this is a Julia Child's recipe. So I want to make want to make sure because that would be the epitome of this. So in terms of using Scran. Uh, what I will say is that you do a scran roll anyway, and if it if it's not a one, I mean you would I'd roll it. You have to roll a scran roll anyway, but then you can add a d6 into it. I think there's only so much because it's not about. I mean the amount of food is one thing, but maybe it's like the quality of the food as well. I would yeah. say. So yeah, I'd give you one one more d6 on that rather than that. But yeah, you'd still have to roll a d10 um, okay. and see what it is. So I'll, I'll you can do that now if you want. So you can see uh, a crepe gatto. Which is apparently a, a oh, Julia Child recipe, her own variation on her theme. Oh, say crepe crepe forays is hers. Crepe filled with almond cream. We, I we rolled a two on my D10. Lucky. So yes, that doesn't go down. Doesn't really matter. We're almost at the end, but yeah, you can you're gonna add a D6 to your particular box as well. So that's fine. Um so yeah, so Jason, do you wanna talk through your thing? Or have we done that? Sorry. Uh, oh, I'm rolling before I talk through it, I guess. But um, yeah. yeah, so dash for one so that I can use uh, Chasing Fox Hunters, which is two. So I only get three dice plus the scram, which would be four dice. Is that how yep. I get a fourth for the scram? Okay. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. And Bobby? I am going to use my Bants. Mm-hmm. So Bants for one. 
It allows me to use my insider trading for three. Mm -hmm. um, I am then also going to use my briefcase of notes yeah. because it's money and will be useful back then. And I'm also going to use my Rolex watch, mm -hmm. which will show me as a rich and powerful person back Amazing. in the 80s because it will be a lot shinier and a lot more expensive because it will be rare and nobody will have ever seen it. He obviously applies that to the, the Rolex, but also doesn't apply it to the money, which is probably useless in the 80s because it was probably printed in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. But that's a different matter. That sounds good. I'm just checking. That gives me five dice. I'm just checking because it, it doesn't technically say in the rules how much stuff you can have. I assume you can only add one stuff, but it's the end of the game. I don't mind. You're gonna, you. You've got money and you've got a Rolex. You're going to do well. That's that. So that's fine with me. I just wanted to double check because I don't want to get the rules right. But that's, that's fine. Bling. So I'm just going to say from my side, I've upped the anxiety again by two because I realised I should have given myself a plus one when uh, David died. <laughs> and also because you've seen some, you've also got into a fight recently. So that's got up. So I'll be rolling six. Yeah, a fight. Oh. Uh, a six uh, anxiety dice on this as well. So everyone roll their dice and let me know what you felt. None of that is my fault. I did nothing wrong with that at all. I did not make the group anxious anxious at all. Mm -hmm. I only got two successes, but no okay. ones. I got right, four good. successes, but the bag of flour is gone, <gasps> making crepe forays. Whoa. <laughs> and then, David, three successes, yeah? Three successes, mm -hmm. but apparently my watch cannot deal with travelling back in time. Yeah, it's sort of... A one on it. It just it, it it goes back and forth violently, essentially, and cracks and then stops in place. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the rolls I got on the party dice one at a time, okay? So in order, I got a three, a six, a four, a three, a five, and a six. <laughs> So, <laughs> what happens is that you realize, like, working together, even though you've had your past differences, one of you died earlier yesterday, but you're back. And you're, you realize that, you know, the system, it doesn't work unless we bond together. And you know, this is the only way you're going to do it. So, you go, you do the baking thing, the flour. Pff, it was never any good of sourdough, sourdough after all. I knew it. Ah, and you just slowly make those crepes and stuff like that, and the, the clock, everything like that starts whirring, whirring, and as the Sidrat disappears, fades and de dematerializes off, wherever the Ramonas may go, there is on the floor some words, like almost like a slogan. Also, uh, yeah, sort of scribed in sort of um, uh, graffiti, and it says, I wrote it down, it says flow dab, and that is where we're going to end today's session. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, brilliant. Well, thank you. Thank you, my players. Thank you for this. <laughs> Goddamn Doctor Who references. <laughs> What Am I Rolling podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's players were David, Ben, and JT. This episode's RPG was Shadow of Mog, post-Brexit tabletop RPG 
written by Paniotis Lyons and published by Leyline Press. You can find out more information about Shadow of Mog and get your own copy on the Leyline Press's website. That's leyline.press. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon, twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamyrollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers may not apply.